everybody. This is Jordan with the Crohn's Veteran Podcast. Welcome. Uh, I am I'm so honored to have my amazing co-hosts, Renika and CJ. How are you guys doing today? Hey, doing excellent. Doing great. Thank you. And we we are and we are very grateful. Uh, Crohn's Veteran is very grateful to have uh, an IBD streamer and uh, an, an actor and just an all-around amazing person, Ellie Cadelli. How you doing? thank you guys i'm doing great i'm really excited to be here it's such an honor to be on this podcast i've watched a few episodes of yours i love cj so like i'm just happy to be here you know we're we're very happy to to have you here also and uh, you know it's it's, you know our pleasure and you know we're very honored and um you know and so we'll you know um get get right into it and um you know I'm, i'm just really really curious and so if you could share with our audience a little bit about yourself and you know, and a little bit about your IBD journey. Of course. So it's definitely a lengthy one. So um, I actually got diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was six years old, turning seven. Um, I turned seven in the hospital. My gift was getting Crohn's. So that's definitely a birthday you're not going to forget. But I've definitely been through the ringer for it all. Um, You know, I was refractory for a while. So, uh, you know, the timeline blends together. But probably around 10 years or so, I was refractory. I'd done everything um you know I've I and it was kind of it was a tough time I actually ended up getting surgery I got an ileostectomy um which they removed part of my ileum and a, a little bit of my intestines but it honestly I always say it's not too invasive uh which everyone who is not you know chronically ill is like what you got some of your intestine removed and it's like compared to some of the other surgeries like I got off really easy right. uh-huh. so um, I'm abundantly blessed and I kind of learned that my Crohn's in particular definitely could not just be managed through one thing. It was definitely going to be, you know, a combination of medication of keeping my mental health, you know, good and in check, um, staying active, watching what I eat, um, things like that. So I, it, I've learned a lot about, you know, I always say that I'm really into whole body healing because I really realized that everything connects, you know? you're stressed out, your body's going to take that stress, you're going to start having symptoms. So it's like, if you can nip stuff at the butt emotionally, while also maintaining your physical health, you just kind of flourish. So um, yeah, so I've definitely had a bit of a tough case, it definitely made my upbringing a little bit more untraditional. I was homeschooled for most of my life. Um, Homeschooled mostly through middle school and high school, I did go to private school for a year. And then I went to a public school for a year and a half. But um, it's really, it's weird because though I do more in the fact that I didn't have the most traditional childhood or teen years, I feel incredibly fortunate because I really learned how to be myself and how to advocate for myself and how to like stand firm in who I am as a person, which I think now that I'm an adult are really amazing traits to have. Um, And part of that, part of where that really helped was also with finding, um, you know, my career path within acting and streaming and things like that, because I learned that I don't need to take the traditional path. I can always take the alternative path. Right, right. Yeah. I'm, oh, cool. Cool. Well, thank you for, thank you for sharing that. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, this hearing, hearing your story, like, it, it's fascinating. Like, you thank know, you. Um, and so, you know, I've, you know, I've, you know, I've had my ileum taken out. I've had mm-hmm. you know, part of my, col- my, I've had two feet of my colon taken out. Wow. And so I can, you know, I can relate to you on that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as a side note, um, to, 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 like to the people that are just listening, they're going to be listening to our show that you have mm-hmm. really awesome headphones. 
you know, oh, I'm thank you. I do have little ki- I have pink cat ear headphones. I love them very much. I one time they broke and I had to go and send them back to get fixed. And when I had to stream with regular headphones, I was like, I feel naked without my cat ears. <laughs> Awesome. But yeah, I mean, it's and that's been a really one really beautiful thing about, you know, experiences like this podcast is just meeting other people who are like, you know, I've been through something similar to that. And, you know, because I spent so many years when I was younger being like, I'm the only one who's like this. I'm the only one going through this. And then like through the power of social media and meeting people, it's like I'm not alone. Like there really are so many phenomenal people who, well, unfortunately are struggling like me. It's also like, yay, you're struggling like me. Like we're in this <laughs> together. So <laughs> literally, yeah. When did you find some, oh, go ahead, Renika. No, no, go ahead, CJ. Go here. You can go here. I was going to say, when did you start finding people with IBD? So, you know, it's interesting because it took me a while simply because I didn't want to. Um, really, it took me a long time before I became open about talking about Crohn's. Like, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want people to know about it. I didn't want it to be like a big deal, um, which is hard when you're in the hospital like every other week because people are like, hey, where'd you go? And it's like, nowhere. I was somewhere <laughs> off. But, um, you know, I kind of reached a point where I just realized how lonely I had felt with an IBD. And it was kind of more of like, I wonder if other people feel like this. And maybe if I start speaking about this, you know, other people were late and I can help people by talking about my experience. So that was like a really big thing for me. And it really wasn't until the past two years that that kind of blossomed into making those friendships. Um, Cause for a while it was kind of like just shouting out into the void um, or a lot of people who are in multi-level marketing schemes messaging me and being like, oh, your yeah. Crohn's have something who can, I can, I can cure that. And being like, oh, I thought we were making a friendship, but you're yeah. trying to sell me something. Right. Cool. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. So which it just, it just thinks it sucks when you think you're making a personal connection. But the past few years, I mean, a big thing was there's this app called the Riley app that I kind of explain, like it's like Tinder for people with chronic illness. Um, you like put in kind of your diagnoses and then you can swipe through people's profiles and you make friends. Um, and it's about making, it's about meeting people in your That's same cool. circumstance. And it's, it's beautiful. It's a great app. And really from there, just interacting with the community they had made on Instagram kind of opened me up to new people and then hashtags. I've been really, I think the most blessed in the past year, especially again, like meeting people like CJ. I really think you're one of the first people I've met who's like a content creator, who's trying the more creative path where I'm like, okay, not only do we have, you know, not only do we have IDD, but we also have similar interests in what we want to do with our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really elevated me in the sense of like meeting people who want to, you know, make online content. And then it's like, whoa, like we kind of have the same interests and it's really cool. Awesome. I, I think we all can say about a year to have two years is when we pretty much started to be more open and sharing about our chronic illnesses on platforms such as this. I know mm-hmm. CJ, Jordan, myself have talked a lot about how we were not open to sharing a lot and we developed these platforms to be able to connect with people. So I think that's a very good idea. That app is called the Rally app. I'm definitely going yeah. to look, look into that. You oh, know? it's amazing. I'm going to get on Rally today and see Renika's <laughs> profile. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so fun. It's a really cool profile. And it's been cool to see that kind of become more of a thing because they started just mainly on Instagram content to becoming an app. And it's been like, whoa. Definitely. Oh, so, cool. I, go ahead, Jordan. 
Yeah, I was so I was curious, and so you and so you're well. I have a couple of things mm -hmm. I'm curious about. Like, so you're a streamer, so like, so like, what do you like like to stream? Like, like, what do you like? Is it so? Are you like a gamer? I mean, so like, you know, do you like you know, cooking channel? Like, you know, what's you know, what's your thing? I do a little bit of everything. I would definitely say my main stuff that I work on is retro gaming. So, you know, 90s, 80s, early 2000s, and then horror games. That's cool. like what I love to do. Well, feel free to be specific, like, you know, like, 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 you know, like, what's your, uh, you know, like, what's your favorite horror game and like, what's your favorite, like, you know, what's your favorite retro game? Oh or, my like, gosh. Or maybe like Silent Hill. Silent Hill 110%. Awesome. I love those games. It's psychological horror. It's actually interesting because the first game really, I, I played the first game when I was in middle school and the first game kind of revolves around this cult that basically tried to use this one of the cult members daughters to birth a god anyways <laughs> but besides that basically the story is surrounding around this young girl and like the torment and the pain that she went through and I remember when I was a kid like seeing a fictional story where there was a child struggling and trying to kind of figure out the world and there's manifestations of monsters that were coming out of like grief and pain and you don't mm -hmm. play as her, you play as someone in her world. But I remember how much that resonated with me because I was like, you know, I was that scared child. I was that pained child. Right. And that even to this day, like that series is still my favorite for the Have you seen the I movie? I liked the first movie. The second movie is not worth watching. <laughs> I saw the, I saw, yeah, I saw, I saw it too. I saw, I saw, I saw the first one. So yeah. that, that's kind of a hidden gem. Yeah. Hey. That's awesome. Well, you know, I know games. CJ and Jordan, they, they game. They play games. I'm like, what is this game all about? But I, I'm going to check up. You, you'll find your niche no matter what it is. Like, don't let anyone make fun of you for any type of games you play. Like, I love games like Sims. I love, like, Stardew Valley where you just have, like, a farm. Like, I like really <laughs> casual games and I like more extreme games. So just find your niche and you'll right. love it. Right. Definitely. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, um, your post on your page, I see that you do some acting. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been a filmmaker for about five years now. Okay. You might sh share with us like some of the things we can look, we can find you on or what? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so if you look up Elizabeth Cadelli, you'll find basically anything tied to me because I try to make sure that everything connects because it's too hard to, you know, find links to everything. But um, I would say the project that I love the most and that I'm really attached to is called Mount Hideaway. It okay. is a family-friendly murder mystery that actually takes place in Northern Virginia, where I'm from, which is really, really cool. So um, because a lot of our emphasis is our emphases, emphasis are on like shopping local and supporting local businesses, um, we also shot in a lot of local areas and employed a lot of local people because that's really important to us but I play a street rat named Angie um, her parents died in an explosion and she kind of gets caught up in the mystery so we did the first movie which is actually available basically on any platform not so much Netflix because Netflix is mean but um, like Amazon uh, you can find it on Vimeo you can find it basically anywhere and we actually just finished filming the sequel which I'm so excited for it to come out and we also just got approved for a three book deal wow, so there's yeah, gonna be books amazing. there's two movies I know I feel so blessed by God well, it's just so I wish I had like, a, like an applause I'm pushing yeah. like, I had some kind of like a applause sound effect right now okay. I, know, I wish <laughs> I'm super
super lucky and it it's been really amazing to me because it's important for me to like show people because I never thought I'd be able to act and I've been on smaller projects I've done a few movies I've done a few web series I did some extra and some tv uh, actually before COVID I moved out to LA because I was planning on pursuing acting and then COVID hit and then that didn't happen so I'm back home but um you know because I want to show people like I always wanted to be an actor but I was like you know I'm too sick I can't do this and it's been so rewarding to be like, I can do this. And sometimes it does take pushing myself, but I've also found the right people who support me and who are patient. Um, like a funny story that I can share about, we shot the um, sequel the through, we started at the end of October and wrapped up around December. But one of the first days we did, I was on like 50 milligrams of prednisone. And I had major balloon face mm-hmm. and the director messaged me and was like, hey, that first scene you were in, can we reshoot that? Cause you've like lost a lot of weight. And I was like, please, please, can we reshoot it? And so we were able to go back and reshoot one of the scenes. And it's just nice to have people who support you and support cool. you know what your body's Very going cool. through. So I really hope people realize that they can find people who will support them and be patient with them. Yes. And that they're not a burden for wanting to pursue creative pursuits because we're the best type of people as IBD or synchronically. <laughs> yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. I love the positivity. That is awesome. Thank you. I tried Doc, hard. Doc said Netflix is mean. I agree. Okay, thank you. I we appreciate definitely you. need to get you up on Netflix. I know. <laughs> like they just need to love me more. For all the money I've given them, I just feel like they should give me a few cents back. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up. I'm looking up tonight. I want to I like, you know, looking at different kind of movies and stuff. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to be exploring it tonight. It's definitely very, like, feel good. Think of, like, a Hallmark movie. That's usually how I describe it to people, so. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool, very cool. Um, awesome. And so, and so, what, and so, and so besides, you know, uh, that particular project, you know, are there any, you know, are there any other kind of goals or fun things that you're, you have planned for, you know, for, you know, for this year? What a good question. <laughs> Definitely uh, growing with streaming. I also just started a podcast myself, which because I'm kind of trying to find, I was trying to find a platform where I could mix talking about streaming and talking about things that I just enjoy and talking about health and filming and just bringing it all together. And I thought that a podcast format would be really, really great. My community supported me to do it. So that's something that I'm working on. It's called Hexcast. It's available basically everywhere, but I'm just trying to grow there and kind of grow um, in all the areas of my life in a way that also benefits others. So I just want to be able to continue to create like joyful, peaceful environments, whether you're watching my content or interacting with me and also continuing to just be a voice for other people who are chronically ill. Um, because I think that's important because I, I think especially right now with COVID, it kind of, I feel like anyone, whether you're chronically ill or not, you just feel like, you know, there's nothing to do. There's no opportunity or things just feel awful. And right. I just want people to feel so empowered by, you know, just talking about things that they love or just doing things that they love and just like going out on a whim and just trying new things. Because I feel like now can be such an, you know, exciting formidable time for everyone just to try a creative pursuit or try doing something that they love because there's just space for everyone. I agree. You know, since COVID has taken place, I think a lot of people have become more creative. Oh, absolutely. COVID reminds me of people who are are in prison Mm -hmm. that matter that they can draw. Oh, I can really make things out of sticks. 
I can really make things out of out of paper. Mm-hmm. When you are not doing anything and your creative mind started to come up, develop, it's like, wow, I can do all these things. Nothing kind of nothing outside of this is basically uh, interjecting in what I can do creative um, creative wise. So I agree with that. Absolutely, yeah. The flowing all across the, the network. Oh, yes. sorry to break up. Doc said that Crohn's veteran stream team sounds like a great community possibility for content creators yo that's actually really good like mm-hmm. on twitch if we were to have like a stream team of ibders just you know that'd be rad i that would be would so be, down i mean i just wish cool. that there was a more streamlined way for people to collaborate mm-hmm. and figuring out how to do it you know mm-hmm. i agree like you're talking about like like you know like chronically ill people to collaborate or just yeah the- absolutely yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean that's awesome. Oh, um, something else, you know, you know that I haven't, you know, asked you know a lot of you know people I've interviewed, but that you know that that I that I am curious um, is that, <clears throat> excuse me. So you were saying that you know you have a dog and stuff earlier and stuff, and so um, you know, so how you know how is you know you know having a pet, having a you know a dog like you know helped you with IBD? I think just having someone who won't leave your side and who's just like very dedicated like my dog is very cuddly he's kind of a jerk he's a pug so he's not Mm -hmm. even like a real dog um but I love him anyway Mm -hmm. but he's just like he'll cuddle with me and actually the funny thing is I got him when I got my surgery so because I wanted someone you know I was like I'm gonna be laying down I'm gonna be recovering I want someone to keep me company and he has just been like the best friend and it, it also motivates me you know to get out of bed you have something to take care of you right. also need to like you know take them out for walks that helps promote you and help you get active and it just feels really rewarding to be able to pour energy into a living creature and have it just love you back and be proud of you right. also they love you unconditionally true very true and they can sense they can sense your feelings and everything and they'll be there just to support you they really are just the sweetest yeah i've i've you know, um, Go ahead, Jordan. This is really a real quick. I have a, I have a little uh, toy poodle, a blind, oh. I have a blind toy poodle. It's actually, it's actually on the, I guess the uncle of it. It's my, it's my baby sister's um, oh. uh, dog that I'm you know, never taken care of. And that dog flew from New York, you know, all, you know, all the way to Nebraska, and you know, and you know, it's just blind, and you know, we took her out, and she just you know, went, went, went with bananas because she knows, like, like, you know, it's you. <laughs> so it's, it, it's, it, it's pretty great. That's so sweet. Definitely. I've learned that a lot of individuals that have um, IBD um, or chronic illness, illnesses, they do have like support dogs that support them. Not necessarily mm-hmm. they call that, but they use yeah. them for the support and support part. Um, I don't have a dog or anything. I thought about getting one a while ago. You should. Do I have time to take care of one? See, I it's really know. time consuming. It, it definitely is. I want to. I want to talk to you after about that, um, Renika. After mm-hmm. you're done saying what you're saying. Thank you, CJ. I was on the opposite end. I was like, wow, if I get this doggy in, I'm not able to get up and take it out for a walk or I am feel like I'm neglecting my doggy. Mm. That was my insecurity and my fear of getting one. But now I'm looking like, well, you're not, you, you, you're fine. What, are you projecting an illness going to happen to yeah. you tomorrow or something? So I might, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still considering. I've been looking at the pugs. Um, however, you know, they're kind of expensive. The one I saw was very expensive. So. Those smaller dogs can be a little bit pricier, but it's definitely, you can find low energy dogs. And like, the thing is, I think if you're capable of like loving something mm-hmm. that really goes a long way, you know? 
I made the mistake of not taking, you know, myself into consideration when I adopted my pet or my dog. So when I adopted him, I was actually going through a flare and I kind of adopted him on the sense of he was going to be like a support dog a little bit. Mm -hmm. And when I adopted him, little did I know that little homie had an intestinal parasite. So (laughs) right off the bat, my man's got me stressed the F out. <laughs> you guys got and to I, suffer together? Yeah, so we had to suffer together. I was there taking him to his vets and just like, you know, pushing myself aside, like my mm. IBD aside and worrying about him only. And that kind of got me out of my flair, though. So, wow. Yeah, it's kind of like, like it's like living for though. something else. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, well cool. Well, well, that was it. I think you know we want to you know wrap it up a little bit here. Uh, you know, on the on the way out, you know, you know, what's the best way for people to, to get in touch with you? Ooh, probably if you look up Norman Bates Jr. I'm on Twitch. I am on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. Um, you can basically find me anywhere, or you can also search my stage name, which is Elizabeth Cadelli, K-A-D-E-L-I. You'll also find me there. You find one, they all lead to each other. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would love to connect with you guys, especially if you are wa- listening to this, watching this, and you are part of the IVD community. I'd love to connect with you, talk with you. If you're not, if you're someone who just supports the IVD community, same goes for you. So, yeah. Well, well we will okay so doc i gotta i gotta read the chat a little bit so doc Mm -hmm. said probably start a twitch tag i don't know i can look some stuff up and hit y'all up after the podcast awesome and then he said all the pugs watching this right now are hella offended (laughs) (laughs) i i'm Uh, such a crazy pug lady that i literally have a pug blanket on (laughs) awesome awesome cujo said um my go-to support was plants and then my fat dog. <laughs> Renika? You have a dog. I'm going to give you a dog tomorrow. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I support it. I support it. <laughs> Norman, Norman Bates Jr. Did you yes. Have so, you ever watched Norman or go Psycho? Ahead, yeah, so Psycho is an Alfred Hitchcock movie that came out in 1960 yeah. or 1960 something. Yeah, so it's it's a play on words of that. I love the character of Norman Bates, and a lot of people don't know this, but that character actually created the slasher genre. So we wouldn't have Halloween, we wouldn't have Friday the Thirteenth, we wouldn't have Scream if it wasn't for Norman Bates. So I have to put some respect on his name. So it's my oh name. My Right. Okay. Low key, cool, I kind of cool, thought you cool. got it from Bates Motel. <laughs> well, same thing, you know, basically. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. You know, I'm you know I'm sincerely grateful. You know, for your, you know, for your time and you know for you know yeah. you know for you stopping you stopping by and stuff. It's, it's been I'm so grateful to you guys. Yeah. No, that was so great. So great to co- talk to you guys. Connect with you guys. It's yeah. such an honor to be here. I respect all of you so yeah. much. We so thank you for having me. Yeah, and we should definitely, you know, connect, you know, offline and stuff too. Absolutely. So, you know, you know, you know, make some, you know, awesome IBD things happen. So mm-hmm. yeah. and CJ can tell you if I don't respond, just keep DMing me because my messages <laughs> just either get buried or I have a brain fog and I just uh, zone out. All good. <laughs> I'd be there. That's why I, I like to double text. <laughs> yeah. All good. All good. Well, awesome. Well, well, um, well again, right. well, actually, you know, for us, you know, you can um you know, if you like, you know, if you like this interview, you know, if you like our content, you know, please support, you know, Crohn's Veteran, you know, please subscribe to our show, you know, like us, share us, all that good stuff. You know, we're, you know, we're on Instagram at official.crohn'sveteran. 
Um, we're on uh, Teespring. We have an amazing merch store. Uh, Ashley CJ today is wearing, is wearing one of our uh, shirts. And so check it out. And, um, and again, support us. You know, we appreciate it. And we appreciate uh, Ellie Cadelli for joining us. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who came out to the stream. We appreciate definitely, it. Definitely. Thanks, guys, for listening. Bye, right. guys. Thanks for guys. having me.